John, how you doing? <laughs> Guys, Fine, I'm here. Dan. I'm here. Oh, who, oh. who the, who Let the me out. fuck is this guy? <laughs> Hi, I'm Lex Friedman. <laughs> wow. You may Man, remember we're... me from such podcasts as Turning This Car Around. And your <laughs> Where Daily he Lex. apparently doesn't think much of his co-hosts. <laughs> oh, I love all Johns. <laughs> I, I was gone for a minute, but I'm back now. What, did you think it was a minute? Did you go into some sort of time vortex? Is that what happened? Yeah. A yes. fugue state? Yeah. Tell Ooh, me coma. about your adventures in 1955 and alternate 1985. <laughs> I kissed my mom. Oh. Wow, uh, that, I, I, that was the highlight, huh? Um, this went to a weird place really quick. <laughs> yeah, really. Well, I did miss you guys. I miss talking about all things technology with you both. Well, that's good, because there are a lot of important technology topics that we need <laughs> to cover this week. Theoretically. Actually, I've, Theoretically. Got a, I've got a late-breaking technology topic that I just oh. saw mm. as we start to record here, mm. which I will, uh, I will tell you all about. Adobe says flash is dead wow maybe they're the ones who are time traveling three years (laughs) yeah right yeah in three years in three years well they've committed to so they basically are saying they're dropping support in 2020 which is a lot longer than i thought we all believed it would take for flash to die but you know well it's effectively dead if you want to know how far away 2020 is, that's the year of the next presidential election. <laughs> just put it out there. God, I almost so, spit so out it's nine million years away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get political. In, in, in human years. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys uh, still like dog do, years I mean, so, have different meaning? But here's my question for you guys. Do you, you guys still run into Flash content that you need to play ever? Because I feel like every once in a while... I definitely hit like a video on a site. I'm like, oh god, why do I have to like open Chrome to to make this run or something? Like mostly yeah. pretty good, mostly pretty good. But every once in a while, maybe like ten or twelve percent of the time, I would say I run into that, and somewhere in that range. And then there's occasionally it's a lot of a restaurant sites like, you can't view. <laughs> yeah, but you'll get the thing where it's like, hey, um, do you want to allow Flash to run on this page? And you say no. If you say yes, it refreshes the whole page, and it's like it's. The page works totally fine without it there. I don't know what they're trying to look like. Even if it's a page with a video, like the video plays just fine with whatever HTML player they're using instead. So, I think Most I have not had fine. I have not had Flash uh, in any respect on my machine for well over a year. So I don't have I don't even have I don't have Chrome on my machine anymore. Whoa! And I now that's hard and I have do. I have a machine upstairs that still has it, but that's really just because Hank sometimes uses it, and he's got a. Wait, a, you, um, like a school thing that he needs to have Flash for. So you don't wait. You don't have Chrome installed. Let me ask. Like, if Safari shits the bed, which has happened for me certainly. Like, do you not have like a backup? I have Firefox, um, but oh I, I rarely, if ever, need to use it. Do you oh, okay. use Firefox to to manage your Netflix by mail DVD account? No, no, he uses Netscape Navigator <laughs> <No>. for that. <laughs> Well, look, that works perfectly fine in Safari, okay? I I know you're just making fun of me. However, look, his subscriptions to Columbia House Records are not going to manage themselves. I do this Omni browser in Camino, though. Camino. Yeah, Camino. Camino was my my longtime favorite. Yeah. Any any iCab users in the house? No. I used it once or twice, but I did as well, but. 
Not with any regularity. So I have a, a controversial technology opinion to share with you both. Is it about? Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Have we, reached, have we reached the lightning round already? Okay. <laughs> no. But I, uh, I think that the Echo Show and the Echo Look have been given the opposite names of what they need. Oh. Okay. Because they're describing what the device does. I don't care what the device does. I care what I do. And I'm constantly looking at the Echo Show. And so I constantly think it's called the Echo Look. And then the Echo <laughs> Look is where you show what you're wearing. And so you're like, hey, Echo Show. Lex, and so I, I think they got it wrong. Lex, That's what uh, I'm Lex let me just say, you, you've been off the show for a few weeks. Um, so, uh, I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you. This is dumb. You're wrong. (laughs) Okay. Even for this show. I think they got it wrong. That's all I'm saying. I I think they got the names off. I think that could be perfectly correct. I just think it's dumb. (laughs) It is dumb. (laughs) You you got an Echo Show, didn't you, Dan? I do have an Echo Show. My wife hates it. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay, why? Oh, really? Why? Yeah. Because the kids stare at it all the time. (laughs) Okay, because well, it's it's rotating through headlines and stuff, and like, hey, you can ask it to show this, turn, show this video or ask it to do this tip, thing. Turn that off. Yeah, so I know you can turn it off. I can't figure out how. Here's the I trick. I want to figure out how to make it not show my calendar. You want the funny trick for it? It's <laughs> on the settings for that are on the device, not on the app. Oh man! So I have to tell it to yeah, show right, the settings. Right. No, you can do that. You can also do. There, remember, it's a touch screen. If you like swipe down from the top, it gives you like a little overlay menu. It's hilarious. I, no I did not know about that until I think Scott McNulty po- posted it, and I was like, "You can what?" <laughs> well, speaking of things you learned today, I learned today about a feature in Safari on the Mac. I didn't want the feature, but I learned about it today. Which feature I was, was that? I was dragging something. I, can't, I think it was a URL. I was dragging the URL to the side of the screen because I wanted to drag it into an email or something, and I dragged it far enough to the edge of the Safari window that it popped open that drawer that I never want on the side of Safari. I was like, hey, do you want to save that link here? And I was like, no, but I didn't know I could do it that way if I did want to do that. I never use that little drawer that's on the left of Safari, like but you the, can drag stuff into it really? even if it's not visible. Who knew? Reading list. You don't use like the, the um, reading list? Nope. Nope. You know huh. what? I'm going to say... I, I use the reading list frequently. I put a lot of stuff into the reading list and like Instapaper before it, I just never go back. <laughs> I put stuff in Instapaper and I, I very... And then I delete it from Instapaper without reading it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I read some of it. I like to think of those as aspirational features. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll well, totally... I, I, you know what I put a lot of in the reading list? Recipes. I'm like, oh, that sounds delicious. I'll make that sometimes. Narrator voice. He would not make he that won't. ever. <laughs> if it's a tra- if it's a movie trailer, like like the last few days, there have been some uh, pretty good movie trailers. And yeah, I just I watch those in, in there. The spot, and then I, John. Well, except um, sometimes I get the news of them um, when I'm while sitting in. Well, I'm podcasting, or, or I, I have to be sitting in bed next to my wife. My wife is trying to sleep in bed next to me, and I don't want to play a movie trailer while she's trying to sleep. They don't have, have my asked? headphones in. Have you asked your Echo show to play movie trailers for you? I have not. Because it does it. It does it great. Okay. I'd like to watch them on my big screen, though. Mm. Or on my well, iPad. How, about, how would you like to watch them on your little screen? <laughs> There's a frequent uh, conversation <laughs> in my house. If it's the weekend and we're talking to the kids about, hey, do you want to watch a movie? One of my kids is ready to watch any movie. And the other two like, are more discerning or annoying, whichever you want to label it. <laughs> and so they're like, no, that sounds scary. It's not scary. Here, I'll show you the trailer. And so that happens sometimes. Huh. Hey, speaking of, uh, I have shocking news about the Echo Show. Hit me. Uh, I, I purchased an Echo Show. Oh, my what? God. That is shocking. 
But not for myself. Well, yeah, that would have been... I mean, we would have shut down the podcast right now. <laughs> exactly. Are you, are you sending it to some, Are you sending it to some sort of enemy? Is that what you're doing? Uh, it was my dad's 85th birthday, so... Wait, hold on. And I know he's wanna, already invested into into that ecosystem. I want to rewind echo. for one second because I came across yeah. a thread of our conversation earlier today in which you said that you had ordered a Father's Day present for your dad and it never arrived, to which Lex asked, why do you hate your father? And I think this is really only corroborating this. <laughs> yeah, no, no. False. Fake news. Uh, biggest um, electoral college win. Um, Wait, you said you guys turning eighty five. He had you when you were twenty. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> exactly. Wait, so he had me when I, when I was twenty. Next, <laughs> yes. next question. Rick, good, good one. <laughs> next question. If you your got, dad you has, <laughs> if your dad has an Echo Show, should we be having him on this show instead? <laughs> mm. Is it Perhaps. seems like your dad is cooler than is this, you? Well, you know this this was this was the Apple Watch show for a long time. Does he have an mm. Apple Watch? Is uh he does you know I thought about getting him an Apple Watch but but you got him an Echo because you hate him. There were too many personal choices to make there, like what kind of case, what kind of band, band all that thing, stuff. Yeah, and I thought sure. uh, I can't do that without talking to him first. And I wanted it to be you know I didn't want to. You know, if I talk to him, he's going to go, oh no, don't do that. That's too expensive. And so I got. Well, yeah, so I gotta I, know. you know, it's I decommissioned my Echo Dot, and I've been thinking about giving that to my parents. But I also think there's no way they'll ever use it in a million right. lifetimes. <laughs> I will. No. T- I remember vividly when I gave my parents an Echo, and they called me like you know I had shipped it to them for some holiday or another, and they called me up and were like, "Thank you." <laughs> Could not even you have the simple have. <laughs> politeness what? of like pretending to be appreciative of the gift now they do use it they set timers with it they get the forecast like they use it for a couple things and my dad every once in a while be like play mozart and it will but um <laughs> hello i suspect. am mozart <laughs> no 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 don't impersonate <laughs> mozart <laughs> that was a great joke you should be really <laughs> wow he comes back from vacation and he's super snarky yeah I know. He's, you he's said my saucy. thing was dumb mom. <laughs> he's all like, yeah, really. You know what? We've been working here, pulling stories out of the technological salt mines for the last month. <laughs> so wait, when I go away, technology news stops happening. I'm, Pretty, the, I'm the ideas man. Is okay, that apparently, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we learned. Oh, that was sorry. our journey of discovery. We can't make any last, news this month because Lex is on a boat. The last two weeks. Now, yeah, do you want right. to know? By the way, formal night on that ship that I was on. Do you know what I wore? Uh, wait, nope. Mac Weldon. <laughs> Probably almost certainly true, but over the Mac Weldon, I was wearing an Indochino made-to-measure suit because I don't wear generic off-the-rack suits anymore. Now that I've been spoiled with Indochino, it's like that's it. So uh, I will say, I, it's one hundred percent true. Um, we sat down for dinner on formal night. I'm wearing my Indochino suit, and our server, whose uh, name was Roswell, said to me, "That is a nice suit." And I launched into this ad copy. <laughs> and I said, Indochino is making it easy to get a perfectly tailored suit at an incredible price. You can choose from hundreds of top quality fabrics and personalize your suit just the way you want, whether it's for work, a wedding, a special occasion, formal night on a cruise. Indochino has suited up hundreds of thousands of men, and it is now the largest made-to-measure menswear brand in the world. I'm willing to say in the universe. I don't know of another made-to-measure brand anywhere in any planet so chew on that visit indochino.com or drop by one of their nine north american showrooms 
Pick from hundreds of fabrics and patterns. Choose your customizations from lapels to pleats to jacket linings and more. Believe me, lots more. Submit your body measurements and then kick back, relax, and get ready to step into the best, most stylish suit you've ever worn in just four weeks. This week, our listeners can get any premium Indochino suit for just $379 at Indochino.com as long as you enter Rebound at checkout. You don't enter Rebound at checkout, you're going to pay more. That's 50% off the regular price for a made-to-measure premium suit. Plus, the shipping, it's free. That's Indochino.com, promo code REBOUND, for any premium suit for just $379 and free shipping. You'll never have to worry about badly fitting suits, ugh, or expensive trips to the tailor, double ugh, again. Get ready to look like a million bucks. Indochino.com, promo code REBOUND. And he's like, man, that's a lot to say. <laughs> what would you like to eat? <laughs> and like, over the Indochino suit, you were also wearing Mack Weldon's. <laughs> that's true you gotta sandwich <laughs> sandwich card. it with the mac weldon's that's smart <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 mac weldon sandwich so stuff is happening <laughs> i'm sure <laughs> hey i gotta say dan and i talked we you never want to talk negatively about beta software because beta software is beta and so it's lousy to say hey this th- thing is bad because the beta is buggy or whatever but yeah. now that we are past the dark, dark days of the iOS 3, uh, the iOS 11 third beta, I want to say that the fourth <laughs> beta, which came out recently, really good. <laughs> so I'll just put that out there. It's definitely mm. nicer on a lot of fronts. There's some, you know. The lock screen is so much better. <laughs> oh, yeah. Swiping oh, notifications. Oh, yeah. Apparently there was some back. big problem. I don't use it that much on my iPad, so I didn't really notice it. Um, There's no, yeah, you couldn't swip, swipe individual notifications anymore to you like had a force clear touch them or everything them. or 3D touch everything. And it was, it just, it felt very slow. I still don't have it on my phone, um, but I am thinking, yeah, I don't know. At some point, I want to do the Watch OS 4 thing, but I'm going to need to update my phone before that. But that'll probably be towards the end of the month, I'm guessing. Because, like, by the time, or the end of uh, August, mid, late August, when, when we're getting ready for it, like, and it's getting close to finish, then I'll, I'll make the jump. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's a nice, I, my, so I was traveling on iOS beta three, which hard, or iOS 11 beta three, and it, uh, it crashed. I decided to roll back to iOS beta three. Yeah, yeah right, iOS right. Three. I just thought, man, you know what I don't miss? <laughs> Copy and paste. <laughs> the, the, uh, so, and I, I think I even tweeted about this, but I, you know, I was using tickets on my phone for lots of things like airplanes and stuff. And the phone was just restart a lot <laughs> not actually fully restart but like a, a a springboard crash i think they call it um mm-hmm. and my wife was like why is it this important to you to be running the beta uh why why did you do this to yourself i'm like well i don't really mind none of this is an emergency like I, at one point i just printed a boarding ticket in the airport because i could not get through security because i couldn't get my boarding pass to show up again beta totally fair problem um but uh then I went to use her phone for a few minutes, and I was like, oh, this is why. Because I really do think that the improvements in iOS 11 are worth the price of admission, <laughs> namely beta crashes right now. But it's, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's, it's maybe one of my more uh, beloved iOS updates, this one. I will say about. mostly I am a little surprised at some things that have not changed throughout the beta period. In particular, I think, you know, there was a lot of discussion before iOS 11 came out and also a lot of discussion when we saw the implementation of the reworked multitasking interface. And there's a lot that I like about it, but still trying to find just some random app. And like the fact that there's not just a search bar in the multi space in the multitasking like spaces yes, feature is crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't understand that decision. It it strikes me as very strange and 
kind of short-sighted because we still well, you swap the scrolling through that vertical list of apps to scrolling through a horizontal list of apps and that's you know, it. you know what the solution is of course right force quit all your apps exactly <laughs> <laughs> one by Saw one where you're going with that force one. quit force quit every app until you find the app that you want <laughs> plus it's just good practice people it's just good practice force john quit Gruber, your apps save your phone john Gruber wrote a post that Molson yeah. Warner referencing, where he reminded <laughs> people, don't force quit your apps. There's no need. And he, he complained about the scourge of, of supposed so-called geniuses at the Could Genius you say bar. that word again? Sorry. Nope. I don't say it right, so I'm not going to. <laughs> and uh, he's, you know, he doesn't like that they're encouraging people to force quit their apps. But that I try to is talk not where the story ends. I try to talk so many people into not doing this, and they just like, even when I explain to them that that's not how it works... They kind of shrug and they're like, it's fine. I just don't like having so many apps open. And it's like, okay, I know that I'm not going to be able to convince you of this. Well, so here's what amazed me about this whole thing. <laughs> Why? Is I thought that was the, like, I saw people linking to it and, you know, championing John's post, stop before squitting your apps, stop hitting your microphone, Lex Friedman. And then I, uh, I saw... Stop punching yourself in the face. <laughs> I saw Dave Hamilton from the Mac Observer come out with a post was like sometimes you should force quit your apps and i was like whoa so dave hamilton is team force quit and he had very reasoned and careful analysis i mean why and when but there there are reasons to force quit an app if it's frozen or if it's broken no but he wasn't saying that that was not his point he's saying regularly he was saying there are apps that will continue to gobble up stuff in the background yes this is true and even if they shouldn't be or do or do other things right yes right and yeah. if you don't want them gobbling up your RAM and battery power, whatever else, here there are a series of apps you should force quit. One of them you pointed to was the Sonos app, and Hamilton is a great Sonos guy. That's what the whole musical is about. Um, <laughs> no, that one okay. So wow. no, you're, uh, little, you're a little rusty. He was a big fan. He's a big fan of Sonos, but he's like the Sonos app. Ever since they added the ability to control your Sonos from the lock screen, as if it was you know whatever, um, yeah. that it, it uses a lot more background processing, mm-hmm. even if it's you know not the active app. So that's one that he often force quits. Um, and he had a couple other examples. So that was all. There, that's definitely true. There are apps that, there are apps that um, especially since they've like widened the multi, what can do the background activity stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there is definitely stuff that, the, there are definitely apps that can run amok more easily. I've noticed that as well. Um, I turned off a while back. I was having like feeling like my battery was draining really quick on my iPhone. So I turned off the, um, streaming for Tweetbot, like streaming mm. new tweets constantly. Yeah, because that was really mm. killing it. Um, I, apparently, I in the last I'd 24 see, I hours, do that. I do, but the, I use both those apps. I use Sonos and I use, and I don't use this. I don't run the Sonos all day long, so maybe it's different. But um, I use that, and I use Tweetbot, and I don't see any. I don't have any problem. So you have Tweetbot with the con- with the streaming. Yeah, um, sure. Okay, you know you, it's an SE, of course, so the battery will last forever. But <laughs> do you use low power mode with any frequency? Yes. No. My wife and I are big. Like, <laughs> if we're doing a a travel day, like the first thing in the morning, you put on low power mode. And like when we're flying, we're constantly plugging into any outlet we find. 
the uh, the airline gets really mad at you when you just no, but like and walk, we, like walk into the, the cockpit and you're like, exactly. excuse me, need to <laughs> I need, excuse me, spend, I need this. We do those days like airplane mode from the beginning of the day, and honestly, when I'm commuting into Manhattan like I did today, the bus ride really kills my battery. I think because there's so many different cell towers and hotspots and everything else, and so if I'm going to be using my phone, I actually put it in low power do you, mode. Do you yeah. notice a? I I notice that low power mode um, has a huge psychological effect on me. Which is, I will be looking at a battery meter and I'll be like, oh man, 36%. I better turn on low power mode. And I'll turn on low power mode. I'm like, oh man, 36%. That's so much left. I have noticed that. It's actually very impressive. And it's, I, um, I found that it was beneficial when I was roaming. Because when you know, T-Mobile does the free international roaming. So when I was on that trip and you guys were slogging through this podcast without me, um, it turns off enough background stuff. Like it, it, it shuts off background app refresh for a lot of things and background updates and all that. And it really, it felt like it made the phone handle very shitty data better because T-Mobile's three, T-Mobile's roaming that's free internationally is 2G speeds. Like even yeah. if you're on an LTE network, they're giving you, they're hampering you, limiting you to 2G yes. speeds. And that is painful. That was like a baud, yeah. a 2800 baud modem situation. Like not <laughs> good. You know, but sh- you know the- what should happen in that situation is when like a web page is loading and you're just getting a little piece at a time, it should go, near. nothing just silence sorry the uh the bits are coming very slowly over the skype channel yeah okay i'm on i'm on (laughs) t-mobile is it is it me it must be me yeah no you're no that was just the excuse for not laughing <laughs> Here, here's what's gonna happen. We're all gonna dial up our senses of humor for the remainder of the show, and the way oh. we're gonna do that in part is by quickly pausing to improve our funny bones. Because I want to tell you guys, picnics, potlucks, dinner parties, barbecues—good food is essential to a successful summer. And now, I hope you've eaten, because if you haven't, you're about to get very hungry. It's easier than ever to create delicious summertime meals with your good friends at Blue Apron. Because for less than $10 a meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients right to your door. Blue Apron has sent all of us meals. We have eaten those meals, and I will speak only for myself, I have enjoyed those meals. I have truly, 100%, never eaten a Blue Blue Apron meal that I did not enjoy. I've liked them all. You guys have eaten Blue Apron food, yes? Yeah, absolutely. Many times. Many times. The Moltzes are are longtime Blue Apron subscribers. And... (laughs) Uh, Blue Apron is completely flexible, so you can customize your recipes each week and choose a delivery option that fits your needs. And Blue Apron's freshness guarantee promises that every ingredient arrives ready to cook or they'll make it right. Some of the meals available in July include seared chicken and creamy pasta salad with summer squash and sweet peppers, creamy shrimp rolls with quick pickles and sweet potato wedges, fresh basil fettuccine pasta with sweet corn and cubanelle pepper, chili butter steaks with parmesan potatoes and spinach. Oh my God, I'm so hungry. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping, a.k.a. get free food by going to blueapron.com slash rebound. You, you will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash rebound. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. I'm trying a new voice on the tagline. (laughs) (laughs) How do you think it's going so far? I think it went well. I think we sold a lot more Blue Apron today. Wasn't bad. Hmm. Wasn't bad. That's what it's all about. I was going to ask if you guys happen to watch that new blockbuster three-minute ad about Siri. Mm. I did. I did. I did watch it. 
and uh, feelings. And I thought. I mean, I th- I think if you think about it as an ad for uh, The Rock instead of an ad for Siri, it's great. And that's what I chose to do. It's not a very good ad for Siri in my mind, but it yeah, is entertaining. It, it, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I just I like, like I like I like him. So, you know, I thought it was funny. He's very charming. He is a yes. very charming man and I think he it's on full display there and he nails exactly what he's going for. I think the Siri part is somewhat inconsequential by comparison yeah i have yeah. i have thoughts too so first of all i'm also a big dwayne johnson fan i don't call him the rock we're not on a first noun basis but the, <laughs> i just call him rock the um the. I, I i did not think that he seemed as likable as i wanted him to like they were making fun of him he was making fun of himself however you want to describe it but i thought it played there's no easy sane way to say this but to me it played a little bit disingenuous like he was so confident that of course he can make fun of himself because he's so awesome like i wanted it to be a little bit more self-effacing than it was if that makes sense and then the mm. siri part as a siri fan i found it really dumb like show the siri interface on the screen the whole time or something show siri actually responding and make it work the way siri would i don't mean slowly and poorly and not understanding like <laughs> I, I get that it's an ad but like they could have done more to show how helpful siri really was in these situations wow. and i didn't think they did an awesome job at well and this, yeah. this is the thing that i thought was really interesting about this which is uh usually apple holds on to its ads for when it's really pushing something new and siri has very little new and almost nothing in this ad was newer than a few years like in terms of capabilities i didn't think there was much in there that was like really pushing the envelope and even if you're trying to raise awareness about people like oh remember your phone had siri that that thing you can talk to i feel like you know you're going to get a lot of people who are dissatisfied (laughs) You know, when they try to use it and realize that it is kind of spotty, plus you're competing with all these other voice assistants that are out there now and I still think have major advantages on Siri. Um, yeah, so that's why, well, that's why I meant, like, you know, it's if you think of it as a as a commercial for Dwayne Johnson instead of Siri, it's actually fun. But can I, can I get my own Dwayne Johnson, though? Yes. <laughs> Just go to the movie theater, Dan. Oh, okay. Let me ask you guys this. Go see Jumanji. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was not at the end of that ad, but maybe it should have been. <laughs> where, where is the uh, Touch ID sensor going to be on my next iPhone? You're, you're it's going to be everywhere. It's going to be everywhere, Lex. Depends. Are you going to get an iPhone SE? No. Mm-hmm. Then nobody knows. The, it's going to um, be on, on your head. I do think it's I think it's going to be on the back, but I don't know. That... Um, in iOS 11, uh, the touch ID icon appears in multiple places and almost enough to confuse me each time. Like if you're paying, I don't remember if this happens in iOS 10 or not actually, but if you're paying with Apple pay on iOS 11, when it wants you to use touch ID, it puts a a drawing of the touch ID sensor of where your finger should go directly above the home button. And so for one brief millisecond each time my thought is oh i should put my thumb on that thing that's on the screen and then i realize no i have to put on the button and when you Mm -hmm. in the latest beta this fourth beta of ios 11 when you swipe on a notification to go directly to that app as you unlock the phone Mm -hmm. it's like use touch id and it puts a giant touch id logo in the middle of the screen and all those things to me those two things combined all those two things combined to make me think (laughs) that maybe it will be integrated into the screen somehow i don't know i don't know I don't know. That's what it looks like huh. to me. That's what it feels like. It feels like it's encouraging me to touch the screen. Well, I'm but, not sure that that is even on the table, though. 
There's been a is lot it? of talk about I mean, it, they, but they, like, it seems like there's the technology isn't there from everything right. that I've seen. Right. I mean, it might like, be under it might be under like sheer glass at the bottom, but it will be in one position. Yeah, I don't think it's it certainly won't be anywhere on the screen. Like that's that is like seriously like bad sci- technology writing on TV shows where it's like put your hand on this iPad and we'll scan your your fingerprints and it's like n- no. <laughs> that is not. <laughs> this I want to believe Dan. I know I you want to believe Lex and I I don't want to take that away from you except I kind of do except a little it, bit. Yeah, we're that's what we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of talk about the facial recognition being a replacement i i'm kind of skeptical that they would just toss uh touch id wholesale but at the same time if they can't find a way to do it then maybe it's not out of the question wouldn't be the craziest thing they've ever done that incidentally if anyone wants to remember what the craziest thing they've ever done was it was shipping that shuffle with no buttons (laughs) oh yeah i had one of those that was really bad i got it as a gift oh man it seems weird that the like the facial. I'm not sure exactly how the facial ID thing will work. Like if you go to pay for something and then you decide you're not gonna do it, you have to like turn the cam- turn the camera away from your face to make sure that you don't accidentally pay for it. I like the it. idea that you need to do something. Like I would hold it up and then you got like wink at it. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, because I was just thinking like maybe you could do like the rock eyebrow raise. Yeah. There you go. That's right. That's right. That's how that's how Dwayne the Rock Johnson pays for things. He doesn't even use a phone. Yep. He just raises his eyebrow and people are like, "You're good." <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't pay yeah he doesn't pay for things he comes into my store his money's no good here <laughs> that's because it's money he stole from a movie set but beyond that <laughs> how do you because it's fake how money how do you yeah. make face id secure i don't understand i don't understand i don't see how it could possibly work doesn't make any sense well the, the, you know it's not 100 percent secure but neither is touch id right like there are ways to bypass touch id it's just it's the amount of work involved yeah. in that means that no, somebody saying, has to like, really want like a picture of my fingerprint is more annoying to make work than a picture of my face in theory in theory but like depending on what technology they're using i mean they have all these they bought a whole firm that does this kind of stuff we'll see Um, so it's not out of the question (laughs) maybe once you'll get this stuff right (laughs) (laughs) my fire phone has awesome (laughs) touch id you have to touch it many many times to turn it on And then it bursts into flames. <laughs> well, well, it's it's lives as, up to its name, as promised. Yeah, <laughs> it does what it says on right. the can. <laughs> That's the sorry. That was the Galaxy Note Seven. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you guys have any strong like? So I noticed the other betas that came out. You know, they have betas for like TVOS eleven. I kind of keep feeling like there's something left to drop in the TVOS thing. In fact, like I know a few people who are in the market for an Apple TV, and I've kind of felt like I I have to tell them to wait. Because I want to think that there's something coming in September, like a new version mm-hmm. of the the box. Mm. I don't know if that's wishful yeah. thinking on my part, did, though. Did you see the crazy rumor that a new iPhone SE was going to come? Like I a, did, like in like August. Oh, uh, yeah, I saw that one, and then there was one in the last day or so suggesting that there's a new watch too, which we just talked about. I think John, you and I, not long ago, and I felt yeah. I felt very down on that theory you thought it was too I, soon i still do yeah. but well I, I am i am you know i would love there to be a new iphone se but i don't i really don't think that's going to happen either the old i mean it's certainly not going to happen at its own event oh yeah that would be insane i mean it's a what a year and no. a half old yeah not yes oh well, not, not quite but but this fall or so it will be a year and a half because it came yeah. out spring last year right yeah i mean they could do it off cycle but 
again, why would you do it now and not next spring or something then? Yeah, I don't know. Unless they'll like, I mean, yeah, it seems like it seems like they could announce it when they announce the other phones. Um, but I don't, I, I, I also feel like they're just not going to do another one. <laughs> well, I mean, so the iPhone SE, well, like that's a, like that's a very real possibility. That's definitely a possibility. I mean, the SE seemed like a spiritual successor to the five C, right? Like that, like we're just going to make a lower cost phone that's totally separate from like the main line of stuff. And then they never really did. You know, they went from the five C to. Eh, didn't do anything for a while and then they did the se so i don't know if they're likely to replace the se with something else entirely or just keep revving it but like that i gotta feel like that form factor at a certain point they'll just want to abandon i don't know why though i mean it sold really well sure it sold much better than they expected um and because you can't sit still maybe it it doesn't do a lot doesn't do a lot for their margins obviously but it um does something for the fact that they're you know that the iphone sales are you know slowly falling well i i think they'll want to you know obviously they want to rev it and put in new tech eventually right like yeah but at right. the same time they yeah it's a question of what what is it that's attracting people is it just the low cost is it the smaller size like i think your problem is you get a lot of people for whom it's one or the other um I don't know if they feel like, hey, if we could make a cheaper phone that was also larger, they might do that. Even if people do like the smaller form factor, I have no trouble believing that they'd feel like it's a better experience for, you know, for the price. Yeah, but I just want my smaller phone. I'd be willing to pay more. (laughs) You know, I would pay full price if I could get the smaller phone. Are you listening? (laughs) Yeah, no, apparently they are not. Yeah, on the TV front. I, what what kind of do you have a vision, Dan, of what thing might be awaiting us to get announced, or you just think that something? I I don't know. A part of me wants them to actually. This is good. Uh, nice segue from the SE conversation because part of them, me wants them to make a box that is uh, like like an Apple TV SE um, because mm, the original size Apple TV. Well, the not the original size because that one was enormous. <laughs> a giant a Apple TV plate <laughs> of a TV. But it's something that is <laughs> so I think all right, a couple things that I think have been interesting about the most recent version of the Apple TV. First of all, as our good friend Joe Steele is fond of pointing out, it's ridiculously overpriced compared to everything else in that market. Right? Like m- most of the other video players are sub $100 and the cheapest Apple TV you can get is 150. Two, the two storage tier thing has just proven to be confusing, and most people don't need the larger storage. There's almost no point of it. I don't think I need it. I mean, I thought, yeah, I thought there was going to be much more of an app community, and it's just not. And the the answer is there are apps, but like most of them are small and they're video players, right? Like it's still the majority of things that you want to do with your Apple TV is watch things on TV. (laughs) Even the gaming thing hasn't really taken off. So cut the storage tiers. Drop it in half. And then the question is, do you sell one optionally without the Siri remote? Because that is what all, like, it's like half the price of the thing. Right. So, well, I, uh, they charge, they charge that much for it separately, but I mean, I don't think that it's probably that much. To I disagree, actually. I think it's probably one of the more expensive huh. components because keep in mind, what else is in that box? Like they were essentially making the same box for a lot less money so yeah they added more memory and so that'll jack it up a little bit but like 
150 bucks like yeah, all those okay. other things have flash memory yeah. in them to a certain extent so it just doesn't seem it doesn't yeah i mean it's so i guess to your point then it doesn't seem like it's worth it no that, exactly it's not a great remote to begin no, with it isn't and so i'd like to see a version that doesn't have one i'd also love to see a a apple tv that can respond to siri without using the remote because i think yes. the at this point the echo has proved that that is a thing yes. that we could do i 100 percent agree so it should not need a remote to do that. yeah i think at that point yeah. you go i don't know necessarily mean you have to go back to the old remote or whatever but if you sell that as an optional add-on instead of bundling it in it lets you address the market with a cheaper box and you know if you want to buy the remote on top of that fine they still have the remote for sale just you know i don't know i i feel like they've priced themselves a little bit out of that market because there are so just, many other competitors that just d- deliver competitive performance for way cheaper. See, I will tell you, I think the biggest innovation is not the right word, but I think the biggest Apple development on the TV front is not hardware, but software. I think that what, or, or really service. Um, I can't imagine that Apple keeps making original shows like the incredible planet of the apps that everybody loves so much. <laughs> and only bundles them with a service where you're also getting music. Like, that seems super weird to me. It's like having one app where you sync your devices and manage podcasts and manage music. They would never do that. (laughs) Um, But I, it it makes no sense that Apple is not a competitor in the Amazon, Netflix, Hulu space. Like, it makes no sense to me. So I just keep waiting for them to say, here's our new TV streaming service with this catalog, these originals, and it's only available on Apple TV. I'm shocked it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, Can't I agree. I think that the, the catalog is not deep enough at the moment, and it's a question of whether they're just doing original content or whether they're making deals um, to bring all They over. make all the best deals, make- honestly. <laughs> so let you sit <laughs> stewing that one and then they tell them. <laughs> they tell the Boy Scouts. <laughs> um, I, I actually have come around a little bit on the TV app on the the apple tv because there there well there are enough things supporting it now that it actually does a and they've they've made some improvements to it like being like they've improved the queue management on it so it actually does work with a lot of the apps i use and puts up like here's the next episode in that show that you're watching um it still needs some work but i like the idea of it and i think it's gotten better so I would like to see some more improvements in that department going into iOS 11. So far from everything I've heard, sorry, tvOS 11. I, so far, everything I've heard about the next version of tvOS is that like the improvements are pretty meager. But you know, if they get that and they get more people to actually sign on to the single sign-on stuff, and at least on the iOS side and the iOS 11 beta on my iPad, like there are way more options for single sign-on. They don't. They sort of work. It's really weird. Like I entered, I signed up with a, like one of the cable logins I use, which is not officially supported, but it shows up on like my other, on my other devices now. So it's like half supported. It's very bizarre. Yeah. I don't know. I don't use that app for anything. (laughs) Yeah. I don't, I don't have any. You don't have, you don't watch TV. Single sign on. I don't have any single sign on options. I use the Netflix app. I use the HBO Go app. That's about it on the video watching side. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. And sometimes the Amazon Prime app too. Yeah. The Prime video app. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing the uh, the Amazon Prime app on back on the Apple TV or on the Apple TV, I guess. Yeah. That's that to me. Because right. that's what I'm... Whenever that happens. I, well, that's the thing is like it's supposed to happen. It's, I imagine they would announce it at the fall event and be like, and available today, the Amazon Prime app. Yeah. And so... That way I can actually like get one new Apple TV, give it to my parents and just be like, everything is on here. Everything you need is on this. 
make my life easier. <laughs> Please stop calling me parents. <laughs> Seriously, the number of times you get a question that's like, how do I turn the TV Merry on? Merry Christmas. <laughs> I'm surprised, Dan, that you're ready to get rid of your dot, by the way. I figured that you would want to keep your extra dot and have more things that you could talk to in more places around your home. You've seen my home. It's not large. <laughs> Actually, I have not been in your home, but... Really? I thought um, you were here once. It's true. Hmm. I know. No, we saw each other in Boston, but I didn't go to your house. Oh. Um, well, we had dinner with Syracuse. You kind of suck. It was great. It was a good <laughs> Come to my house. I'll show you all my Echo shows <laughs> and looks. Look, my Echo show. Because we now have... <laughs> see, I don't remember which one is which now. But dot, I, we dot, have dot. The, the look in the kitchen. Yeah. And I moved the Echo to the master bathroom where he had the dot. And now I'm, I moved the dot to the entertainment center so that instead of shouting to the kitchen to turn on the TV, you can just say it in front of the TV. Pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I, I have the full-size Echo in the office and the show in the kitchen. And I don't, there's no place in the apartment that I can't trigger it if I need it. Um, I don't have one in the bedroom because that has been vetoed. <laughs> <laughs> By the Google Home, weirdly. Yes. Please don't put that in here, Daniel. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) So many self-effacing jokes I could make right there, but I'm not going to do that. (laughs) A little louder would be better. You're, you know what? Maybe a little fewer complaints would be better. There we go. About that. You're good. You're good. Okay. You're good. I think you're good. Could you go a little softer? No. I have two. (laughs) 